To episode seven. So, in the last episode, we talked about the mindfulness of daily activities and choosing a handful of things in which you're going to shift your attention to your senses, such as when you shower or eat breakfast. And I mentioned that the purpose of this is to increase concentration, increase enjoyment through developing your appreciation of your environment, taking more pleasure in your senses. But also that you become more aware of your thoughts before and after these activities. And mindfulness is awareness. And since how we feel is caused by what we think, we can't shift these patterns without knowing what we're thinking when we're thinking it, what we believe, what we don't believe. So, mindfulness, in essence, is awareness of our thoughts and feelings. As well as everything else, but as far as we're concerned, an awareness of our thoughts and how they make us feel, how they shape our perception of reality. So, in my first year or two years of practicing mindfulness, I kept a journal. I would write in it every few days to every week, occasionally every day. And I would sit down and reflect on all the day's events and look for the ones in which I had an emotional reaction. Usually a negative one. I would go through the conversations I had at work with family and try to isolate those moments in which I reacted negatively, in which I became nervous, fearful, embarrassed,、um, frustrated, angry. And I would write specifically about that. When they said such and such, I felt angry. And then I would ask in my journal, what did I want that I didn't get? What was I afraid of happening? What was I afraid of feeling? I would use all the questions that we've talked about so far. What do I want? Why do I want it? What do I fear? Why do I fear it? If I felt bad, what did I want that I didn't get? So identify the reason that you felt bad. And that reason needs to be something about you. In order for the journal to be useful, It needs to come from that place of understanding. Your emotional reaction is determined by something inside you, by your perspective, the, something that you fear, desire, believe resulted in that negative reaction. It's natural, of course, that when we inquire, why do I feel bad? What made me feel bad? that the mind is going to spout some stories. Well, I feel upset because she's a bitch, because she said such and such to me.、Um, I'm disappointed because I didn't get this job. Because... And it's very absolutely natural that the mind is going to externalize all of these negative emotions, that it's going to blame someone or something. And you need to honor that. So the journal is not about denying anything, the journal is a place where you're completely honest with yourself about what thoughts and feelings you're experiencing. Even if intellectually you know, from example, you know, through having listened to this podcast, that you quote unquote shouldn't 
react that way because you know that it must be you somehow, your responsibility. You know, you can't use this intellectual knowledge as a way of beating yourself up or denying your feelings. That's not what the journal is for. That's not how we, that's not how we practice mindfulness or meditation. In all of this practice, in listening to these words, to this podcast, in contemplating its meaning, in reflecting on your own experience, in keeping a journal, in meditating, authenticity, which is being true to yourself, which is nothing other than being honest about what is present, What thoughts and feelings do you find there? Do you still find blame? Do you still find anger? Do you still really feel deep down like someone or something is at fault for your situation, for your feeling bad? That's okay. You know, you need to start where you are. The journal is an opportunity to reflect on the day, on the week, and look for those moments in which you reacted negatively and question them. You know, start with the blame if that's where you're at. But then ask that question, how? Well, how did that make me feel bad, you know? And why did I react negatively to that criticism when I could have reacted differently? Why am I so sensitive to what people think of me? What do I want them to think of me? You want to explore this as thoroughly as possible to come to the real understanding of this negative reaction what you're actually afraid of. And there are many patterns that we all have, and many seem unique to us, you know. We may fear different things, have different concerns than other people. But the themes are, you know, there are only so many themes. Remember, as I said, attachment is believing something can make us happy, something external can make us feel good, that we need it in some way in order to feel good. And people are attached to different things. But again, there's only so many patterns, and that's what the journal is about, seeing these patterns and coming to the root of what you're really afraid of and overcoming that fear. And it's something very difficult to speak about and to instruct someone on in general, you know. This is why when I give readings or therapy and work with people one-on-one, they can tell me what they're thinking specifically, and I can offer questions It's something that we shouldn't expect as an A plus B equals C kind of formula. You know, there's nothing I can say in this podcast that a list of 10 questions where every time you employ those questions, every time you sit down to journal or to meditate, that you're absolutely going to come to the root of your problem and eliminate it. In the end, you know, the further we go, the more simple our problems seem and the more quickly we let go of them. But sometimes things just stick and the negative emotions seem confusingly true and it can be very difficult to let go of things even when they make little sense even when another rational part of us knows what we're thinking is hurting us and isn't contributing to getting what we want we may be there observing ourselves still doing it still engaged in that in that thinking not willing to let go and this is also normal The practice we're engaged in here requires patience, but also some persistence, and you don't want to be reluctant, so, or complacent, rather. It can take time, and you need to honor that as well. But the journal is a good place for you to reflect on the moments you were hurt or experienced any negativity, and to ask these questions, and to make that intention 
a loving intention, that you want to know the answer to these questions, a powerful tool here is to reimagine those events and see yourself reacting differently. So this is a visualization. You want to imagine, let's say you're at work and your boss criticizes something you've done. And in reality, you felt quite hurt and maybe (laughs) you turned a bit red and didn't know what to say or you said something that you regret. You know, who knows what it was. But when you're reflecting on this later in your journal, you want to imagine reacting the way that you want to. You're criticized and you see yourself pausing and reflecting on their criticism and maybe you see there is some truth in it. Maybe you see that something they said could be constructive. Or it's possible you see that they're wrong and that's okay too. You don't have to feel bad about yourself. You thought very carefully about what they had to say. You disagree. In either case, you see yourself reacting peacefully with curiosity. You imagine this physically in perhaps what you would have said, the expression on your face, the tone of your voice, but mostly it's this feeling that you want to imagine that you have in that situation. No, it's not going to change the past, but you're making a strong intention for how you would like to react in the future, and you're developing that familiarity with a positive feeling, a positive way of thinking. Because the journal is, again, not a point, an opportunity to dwell on things. It's not just there to remember all the things that upset us and dwell. (laughs) So to recognize them, question, and re-envision how we'd like to respond. Another aspect of the journal is writing on things when you felt good. So when someone compliments you. I've used this example all the time because I think everyone can relate at some point or another feeling complimented or insulted or appreciated or unappreciated by someone. And so that's why this example is so universal. But So someone complimented you at work or someone you're dating said something nice about you and you had this pleasant feeling. So you want to reflect in your journal. When that happened, did I feel like I liked that person more? Did what they say make me feel more loving towards them? How did it make me feel about myself? Did I feel like I was inflating? (laughs) Like, did my head grow a bit in response to what they said? These are things we want to look out for. Because if we feel more loving towards someone when they say something nice to us, that indicates attachment. That indicates we believe the pleasant feeling came from them. And now we want to be closer to them so that we can secure more of that feeling. So the journal is something that I recommend. It just provides a lot of insight into the themes and helps you become aware of any patterns where you react negatively in similar situations over months or years even to help you really get to the heart of things. Not everyone wants to meditate or has experience with that, but... The journal is a form of contemplative meditation where you're concentrating on the memories which bring up feelings. You concentrate on the feelings. You ask of your feelings. You're asking yourself, this feeling I have now as I remember it, where does it come from? Is it about me? Is it about someone else? Am I upset about what happened? Or am I upset about something in general? You know, did it trigger something old? You know, you need to explore all these options. 
And the journal is just a perfect opportunity to do that. And so I hope you find that useful. And I will see you next time.